How you been, dude? Welcome to the Digital Dreaming Off the Ground podcast. Your host, Austin Lee. I'm joined today by my co-host and fellow 49ers faithful, Salman Hawk. Salman, how you doing today, bro? I'm doing well, man. How, how are you? Doing good, doing good, man. It's been a minute, yeah. And first of all, congrats on the new job. We're not here to talk about work, but just congrats once again. And, uh, you thanks, know, kind of, yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. 100%. Yeah. So obviously like, you know, I've just been, so, I mean, you asked me before we started recording, you know, kind of what I've, how I've been, what I've been up to. So I actually moved out here to SAC and uh, pretty much got situated out here. And so you see the result of that. Nice. So, yeah. 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 And, um, nice, man. Yeah, no, obviously like just been, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, no, just, and just been doing virtual summits, um, additional work and obviously the podcast. So, you know, cool, man. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Let's, start, let's start off. You good? <clears throat> yeah. I say good stuff. Good stuff. So, all right, cool. so let's start off with the, the let me start with some storylines that I picked up over the week. Um, so the 49ers, so obviously Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch made the announcement earlier in the week that they're going with Trey. Trey is Trey's yeah. team now. So kind of first let me get your initial reaction on that. What do you think about that? I like it, man. I like it. I think that was the right call. They had to they had to move on from Jimmy. They they were just beating around the bush too much around that. You know, they're like, oh, maybe Jimmy's gonna stay, maybe he's not. We'll see, we'll see. And then I, I think it was the right call, you know, open up training camp, be like, Trey's our guy, give him that confidence. Um, he hasn't looked great so far in training camp, but, you know, at least he's got the confidence that he's the guy still and Jimmy's not lurking somewhere behind him to, you know, creep up and take his job. So I think it's a good move. I think that was a good, the right call by Shanahan and Lynch. You know, I, and it's funny you <laughs> mentioned that. That was something I was reading the other day, like obviously on, on Twitter and obviously, you know, on, on, on Nair's noise, right? Um, so I, I yeah. think... You know, obviously Trey had was was he's three of ten yesterday, three of ten, and um, yeah, the only the only I think I think the only uh, pass was able his best pass of the day according to Grant Cohn was a was a was a was a, was a deep ball that hit Ray McLeod in the face mask and bounced off his face mask. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean, and you I mean, know what? At this time of training camp, defenses are usually faster than the offense, right? So you exactly take, exactly. Right? Yeah, so that that's what I was gonna say. It's probably our defense is just that good, and it's making Trey look bad. Right. So just right. just take training camp with the grain of salt. It's not. So I wouldn't put too much stock into. He's looking bad. He's he's not looking good. He's he's gonna light it up this year. I mean, and I absolutely have faith in Kay Shanahan and Lynch. Obviously, you know, I mean, you've seen what he he's done with with the full with the full season with with a healthy quarterback, right? With Jamie, obviously. Mm-hmm. 16 game season, you know, NFC champion, uh, you know, that's I had up there when I went to the game out uh, Levi's, right? <laughs> and everyone, that was a great year, right? Until the Super Bowl, but, you know, and obviously then the NFC championship last year, right? Um, you know, and Jimmy, yeah. and Jimmy wasn't healthy the full year, right? And so, I mean, Trey in his two starts, I mean, those two games he played, he, he, he showed flashes of brilliance. So, obviously, Shannon showed up and Skip Bayless on first undisputed the other day, and they're saying, oh, like, you know, Shannon's like, I, he's like, when, when Mahomes had the opportunity, and it's funny, I actually got to see Mahomes his rookie year, like the, his actual yeah. year, his draft before he actually played, and he barely got any, and the, 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 the garbage yeah. time minutes he got, I mean, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even anything. It, there was nothing that shows you, oh, yeah, this is, this is, who, this is the, next, the, the next coming of, of Joe Montana. No, it's like – Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, Mahomes is rookie year, people are like, oh, maybe Casey reached a little too much on this guy, right? Yeah. I mean, that was the talk. That was the talk. Right. And same talk with Trey, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see, you know, obviously, you know, hopefully, hopefully Trey can develop that pocket presence. So obviously let's, let's talk about some others. So DK Metcalf signed a three year, $72 million extension. Um, so, I mean, now obviously with Jimmy now, you know, being now on, on the back burner, you know, on the trade on the chopping block, you know, the question then comes, you know, with a 27 million dead cap from Jimmy, what's that mean for Debo? 
you know, obviously, you know, I mean, I think Debo, <laughs> they're, they're going to have to show a commitment to Debo because now with DK locking, being locked up, Debo is just as valuable, if not more valuable to the offense, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think you're going to see a Debo extension in the next two weeks easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the man's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. I think, <laughs> I think Debo's looking for a five-year hundred million. Uh, I think that's what he's looking for. I think they can make that work. It just, they won't give him like, they may, they may have to like give him less guarantees and stuff like that. Like you can give a guy a five year, a hundred million, just make it incentivized. Right. He can, you'd be like, okay, if you hit these milestones, we get to the super bowl, we win super bowls, you get, you get, you get your hundred. Like, I think a lot of these receivers, they get caught up in that overall number, but it's, it's really about the guarantees. I'm like, why are you worrying about five years, hundred million? Worry about hey, if I get a hundred million, give me half guaranteed. Right. Like I want more guaranteed. That's, that's what you should be worried about. 100%. No, and I think, you know, kind of with, we saw it with Kyle Murray's ex- contract and obviously in comparing contrast that to Deshaun Watson's contract, the same amount, you know, of total, total dollars, but the guarantee up front is obviously much less for Kyle than it is for Deshaun. Exactly. Right. And I mean, and, but it, it works, it works in both, in both kind of, in both the player and, and the organization's favor, you know? So, yeah. I, I hope that if, if, you know, if Debo gets locked up next two weeks, then I hope that Jimmy, because I mean, I, I did an episode in the preseason a few weeks ago, or last or not yep. so last week, and I, I I thought that 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 Jimmy wasn't going to go anywhere because obviously you know with the, with where we are now with the season kind of being approaching so near, and obviously with training camp just starting, and the fact that they weren't able to find a true suitable trade partner for Jimmy, you know, in the off season, it's kind of like I mean, where is he going to go now? And I mean, I, it's yeah. No, I was going to say I think they're holding on to him. Like I was reading something they're holding on to him because they're worried Seattle might come in and come in and sign him. And he's going to be like ready to go with Seattle and he's going to come burn him like week two. I'm like, are you guys really worried about Jimmy burning you? Like let the guy go to Seattle if he needs to, he's not going to come and burn you. You know, his tendencies, you know, everything about him. Like you don't have to worry about that. So I, I, I don't know. I think they're just kind of slow playing it to see if someone gets hurt. Then there's an opportunity to kind of get a pick out of it. Otherwise I think he's, you know, if we're end of August and Jimmy's still on the roster, I'll be shocked. But I think they'll either cut him by then or he's uh, he's traded by then. But I think that's what they're waiting for. They're waiting to go like two weeks into camp, see if someone gets hurt. You know, already injuries have started up. So, you know, if a guy, it just takes one guy getting hurt and Jimmy's on his way to somewhere else for a third round pick. That's I think that's what they're looking for. Absolutely. And I think to that point, and actually what you mentioned about injuries, right? Obviously, you know, I forgot to mention this when we talk about Trey. Uh, uh, what's his name? God, Trent and um, and Mike, Mike McGlinchey, Trent Williams, yep. Mike McGlinchey were both not practicing this whole week. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, but I think Trent Williams had a bit, he had a baby, so he was not practicing because he had a baby. He, he had a baby, right? Yeah. And so, I yeah. mean, again, again, so I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt, right? I mean, if you don't have the right offensive line, you don't have, you know, the right, I mean, you can't really, it's, you know, it's, it's, you, it's, it's a really small sample size. And obviously, with Jimmy, Jimmy was a benefit of, he was a, he was a direct benefactor of the offensive line of the run game and, you know, of, of the playmakers he had, you know, I mean, no disrespect to Jimmy. I mean, I saw his first start in Soldier Field, you know, when he, when he, when he came there and you know, yeah. five years ago, right. I mean, it was, it was great. Yeah, you know? Five years ago. Yeah. Right. And so ultimately now, I mean, when you look at where Jimmy's headed, you know, I mean, it, it, Seattle would be great because Seattle's in a complete rebuild mode. Right. I mean, they, they did lock up DK and they do have a, a locket, but, I mean, I, I mean, maybe he makes them competitive, but I mean, they're not going to be the, they're not going to be the same Seattle of, of, of yesteryear. They're not going to be in the Legion of Boom, you know, running over exactly. like rush over the league, right? That's not happening, right? So no, 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 it's definitely not happening. Um, yeah, you know, that's a good point about the line. I think that's what worries me the most when it comes to trades. Like, right. he's a young guy, 
And if the line, you know, they lost Tomlinson and, you know, a lot of changes in the line, you're like, oh, I don't know, right? But by all reports, Aaron Banks has looked amazing. So right. we'll, we'll see if, you know, if this line that they've envisioned holds up and, and you know, Trey, Trey develops the way he develops, you, you, could, you could see a pretty crazy year for Trey. Absolutely. No, I think the line is going to really set the tone, right? Not just for Trey, for Trey, but also the run game, right? Obviously, you know, Mitchell mm-hmm. and, um, you know, obviously Trey Sermon, you know, this, this training camp is, is, is an opportunity. The preseason, which is coming up this week, is an opportunity for all these guys who are in the Shanahan doghouse to kind of prove themselves and get out of the doghouse, like such as Trey Sermon, yep. such as, you know, Hasty, such as other guys, you know, who are young rookies trying to, you know, make a make name for themselves, being really produced in the rookie year. So, I yep. think having a great offensive line is going to open up the, the, the RPO, you know, and obviously it's going to open the play action. So, I mean, obviously, you know, 100%. I mean, guys, you know, like such as, such as, such as a Uke and Debo and, and Kittle, they thrive, you know, the Yak boys, right? Obviously, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy didn't have to do too much. Just, you know, Dick and Dunk, you know, little hitch routes, you know, five yards. So, yep. and, but, you know, he, he still needed the time for the play to develop. So if you, if you have the pass protection, the play will develop. Right. So, I mean, Absolutely. that's what it comes down to, right? So we'll see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Trey can buy you time, but, you know, if, I, I think the most concerning was losing Tomlinson, but if right. Aaron Banks can just plug in there and he's going to like kill it, that's great. And then we'll, we'll be good. If he, if he just gives us everything Tomlinson gave us on the left side, I think Trey will be fine. I agree. I agree. And I think also, I mean, everything consider is that, you know, I mean, Trey is just, I mean, his athleticism, right? I mean, the games we saw him play last year, you know, he can, he can definitely, like I said, he can extend plays and, you know, but yeah, you, I mean, you need to have an anchor on that line. I mean, we did lose Tomlinson, you know, Garland, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of players and key pieces that we lost, you know, this offseason. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, these new guys, new additions can, you know, kind of cover up for that. So. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see who comes out of the camp battle and starts at center. That's that's the position that's, that scares me the most, right? Right, right. right. Retiring, you're like, uh, what's the plan here at center? Like, who's going to, is it going to be Brunskill? Who's going to be the center? I think Brunskill is right guard. So I don't know. We'll see who wins that yeah, center maybe, job and who, who takes it over. Yeah. Maybe Jake, you know, I don't know. I mean, it could yeah. be Brunskill. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It could be Donovan West, undrafted rookie. Like we don't know what's going to happen there. That's, that's, the, that's the part that scares me the most because uh, the center is really important in Shanahan's offense. Yeah. And so not having like a, Establish center who's going to be there, who's been in the Kyle Shanahan system, and now you're plugging in Trey, who's a young rookie or, or not rookie, but second year guy, hasn't really played much his rookie season. That's kind of scary, right? It's like, oh, so, if Mac was coming back, you wouldn't be as concerned, but now it's like, ooh, should we be concerned? Yeah, and you know that's the thing, right? And I think you know with with Shanahan's kind of his system, so I mean, that, and that's another reason why Debo needs to get needs to get locked up because. Certain schemes and certain certain players fit certain schemes, right? So obviously, mm-hmm. a DK Metcalf, you know, would be would be a great fit for any any other offense in the NFL, right? But for a Shanahan yeah. offense, a Debo Samuel is much more valuable because the wide back position, which was basically innovative this past year, thanks to Debo and his and his and his, and his amazing, you know, athleticism, is just one of those things where you know you need to again back to the line, back to the center, and also the the the, the the timing, right, between, you know, the yep. center and kind of being the captain of the, of the anchor of the offensive line. And also, I mean, like, and I, I, and I have a guy on the show, like, such a looking Kennedy, right, you know, three-time All-Pro, right? I mean, you need to have the, the great teams come from great lines. I mean, it can't be, exactly. it can't be stated, though, right? So hopefully, yeah, like you said, hopefully the center position, they figure it out. Hopefully, you know, obviously Banks is looking good, right? When, when Trent and um, when Trent comes back to practice, when Mike comes back to practice, we'll really get to see kind of how they gel together, 
Um, and I think hopefully this preseason can show us a little bit more. That's why I'm really, I'm really, I really want to see how Trey does in the preseason because that to me is going to be a good litmus test for obviously. Exactly. Rick, you know, exactly. He should, as long as he shows some flashes, we should be good. We should be good for sure. Ella, you, you mentioned you went to Seattle. Let's actually talk about Seattle. Denver, obviously, the guy behind me. And obviously, you know, shout out to uh, Ryan Harris. We're watching this. Guest of the show. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson is starting, obviously, this his first season, right? His first preseason camp in, in Denver. Um, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know what to make of it. But, you know, I mean, that Denver team, they, they do have some promise, you know? So, they, I mean. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. They, they could be a scary team. Um, if you're if you're looking at Denver, they 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 might be a Super Bowl favorite coming out of the AFC West, and, right. which is crazy because the AFC West is stacked, and right. Denver has the defense. I mean, you'll you'll see guys like Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. They're gonna they're gonna put up numbers this year. Now that they have Russ, they got they got a nice run game with Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. So, and they got a nice line. So I, I Denver is is a solid team. I I mean. I think that was what was missing for them, a quarterback. And they, they went out and got Russ. And if Russ can do even 75% of the things he did in Seattle, I think Denver's, Denver has a pretty good shot at the Super Bowl. I agree. Because, you know, if you look at the numbers, Russ in the last five years has averaged 25, more, 25 or more touchdowns passing per year, right? Yeah. He obviously was an all-pro selection a few years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously Denver's kind of biggest crux is Kansas City in that division. Yep. Obviously, now you have Justin Herbert to worry about. Now you have, obviously, Derek, David, Derek Carr and the, and, the, and the surging Raiders, right? But ultimately, yeah, it's nobody's worried about Derek Carr, though. Nobody's yeah, ain't <laughs> <laughs> no one worried about Derek, right? So obviously, kind of with that, you know, to your point, right? Kansas City has been kind of like the the you know this just the just the piece, they've clamped down to the division for the past how many years, and they, no one no one has ever really been able to kind of go toe to toe. Now with Russell Wilson, Denver does look like a team that really can go toe to toe, right? For the reasons you mentioned, absolutely. Not, yeah. not to mention the defense side of the ball. If, if we talk about Patrick Sertain and. You know, some of the some of the secondary, you know, some of the pass rush, you know, there's a lot of a lot of key players on Denver. So yeah, I mean Bradley Chubb coming off the edge, you certain looks like a great corner. They got great safeties. So I, I Denver, Denver is a scary team. They look like a complete team now with Wilson. So they look yeah, I know. So but definitely watch watch out for Denver. <clears throat> now let's mm-hmm. also talk about let me see. So Tampa Bay just okay, yeah. So t- <laughs> Tampa Bay just signed. <laughs> Tampa Bay just on Julio Jones. Oh my God! So yeah, what do you what do you what do you expect of Tampa Bay like this this year? I mean, this is, oh my God! I never I never know what to make of Tampa Bay every year. Yeah. Like it's like what kind of Tom Brady will we get? And then it's like every year, oh Tom Brady's going to decline. He's going to decline. And then it's like he puts up great numbers. He's like, damn, how did he do that? He's like forty five. He's like it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I I think Julio is a good signing. He's basically. It's basically their Gronk replacement, you know, big guy, big body in the end zone. It's what he's going to do opposite, like give Mike Evans room to do his thing. Uh, to me, Julio is just an older Mike Evans. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. essentially what they did. They just got an older Mike Evans who has some of that red zone skill. Right. Uh, so I think, I, I mean, Tampa's a scary team too, right? Cause every year you see they, they, they play well regular season, but I don't know something about Bruce Arians, something happened in the playoffs with his teams, but you know, but Bruce Arians is, is he still there? Is he, or he left? I forget. No, he, he left. Retired, right? yeah, he, he retired, yeah, right. Yeah. Tom Brady forced, Tom Brady came back after Bruce Arians left. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Bruce is gone. I'm in. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, so Tampa Bay is a hard one. Uh, I, I think obviously they're a playoff team. They're a playoff contender. But as you've seen in the NFC, like anything can happen in the playoffs. And in Tampa Bay, you know, they, 
they they they're they have a legit shot at the Super Bowl or they they could be out first round of the playoffs. It's hard to say. It's just you know, they've been inconsistent. Yeah, and to that point, you know, obviously the inconsistency is kind of like one of those things. To my point, to why I to I've observed too, they've also been. Is for me, I look at it and I'm like, okay, like so, Ali Marpet, you know, retiring, and they, and they also have the same issues yep. we have in terms of kind of the offensive line because they haven't found a center. Um, they, they, yep. I think I, th- I think J.C. Sherry Terrier is that his name from the Cleveland Browns is available in the market right now, so they're looking at yep. him for a possible option, yep. but they're gonna have to literally patchwork that offensive line like we are gonna have to before yeah. the season starts in four weeks right so yeah and I mean, they, they've already had like two injuries on their line like ryan jensen they think is done for the season stuff yep. like that so it's like yikes that like if brady's taking hits he's gonna he seems like i'm done this season <laughs> like <laughs> he's, he's yeah. gonna be like i'm done no more i can't do this i'm like how old is brady now 46 is he turning 46 okay yeah okay yeah, he's gonna be like, man, if I'm taking hits with this garbage offensive line, he might retire mid-season. He's like, I'm done. I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy that he even came back. I mean, I thought when he yeah. retired the first time, I thought it was good. I mean, we talked about it on this platform, you know. And obviously, anyone listening, you guys can tune into the episode if you go back to you know February, right? But I mean, I was like, and then he came out of retirement like two months later, or like one month later, like, okay, I'm coming back. And then Gronk didn't return. Obviously, AB's gone. Like you know, like you said, it's yeah. a tricky one. They basically get Julio, who's just who's just a scoop of Mike Evans, but then obviously Alomar Pett's still retired. Ryan Jensen's now out for the year, so I mean, I, I really think that this this may this may be Brady's last year. I mean, depending I on so. how, yeah, I so. I agree with you. I think so. I think he's going to take a lot of hits, and he's going to be like, you know what, I'm done. But I think the reason why he came back, I think he just didn't get along with Bruce Arians. He's like, Bruce Arians still coaching. I'm I'm out. <laughs> And, and, you know, Brady's like that. Brady like, yeah. doesn't like a coach. He's like, I'm out. I'm out. Like, he like yeah. Bill for a while, and then he's like, you know what? I'm kind of over Bill. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my thing now. So, yes, It's funny you mentioned that because, obviously, I got to see Brady's last, uh, last Super Bowl run in 2018 when, he, when, the, when the Patriots came to play the Bears at Soldier Field in 2018 with Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. And you could just I – mean, I mean, he – I mean, you can't really tell from the sidelines watching the game, right? But, I mean, you could just yep. see from his body language. Like, his body just, language, like, something was off. You know what I mean? Something was off, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of to your point, like Brady, Brady is one of the most kind of visible, like visual players. Like you can tell when something's wrong, because either he's going to go on the sidelines and say, what the fuck are we doing? Like, yeah, do you want to sit? Do you want to lie down? Or the, or he's, or, or you like in his body language, like he throws something, he breaks a tablet. Right. And I think ultimately yeah. now with what, 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 what you just called out, right. Obviously the fact that, you know, yeah, he's had issues with that coaching staff. There is some tension because obviously AB walking out the field, you know, Brady personally vouched for AB, but then when AB basically left and it was because of Arians, right? I mean, that was probably maybe maybe the, the straw that broke Campbell's back in terms of kind of why he wanted Arians gone. Um, you know, yeah. and obviously Tampa Bay, I mean, no one, no one, no one from either Brady or Tampa Bay is, is going to admit it, right? But ultimately, nope. it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah, they play the politics, they toe the line, but, you know, it's just there was, there was something off there. I mean, it's just the connection was gone, the magic was gone, and Ultimately, I think Brady now, I mean, in, in his, in his 20, 23rd season, this is literally his 23rd season, like, you know, he's going to have to work with a new new coach, uh, basically somewhat a new offensive line, right? Uh, a new center, which is what we just talked about, which is so key, right? A new center and um, a, a, almost a brand new receiving core. I mean, you know, yeah, they saw yeah. Mike and Chris Godwin. Chris was out for a lot of the year, I think, was last year, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah. And now Gronk is gone, AB is gone, so it, there's not going to be. It's, it's, I mean, Brady has shown that he can, he can, he can develop and mold players, right? But I mean, I think there's something to be said of you know of the losses and kind of the new coaching staff. I mean, Tampa Bay may 
The, everyone's predicting, like, I think Adam Rank on NFL Network said he predicts Tampa Bay go 13 and 4 and come to San Francisco and beat us at Levi's, which is not happening. No, uh, no, no. No, no, no. no. Okay. Nope. <laughs> and no. so, um, I, I mean, Bosa is just going to eat Brady alive. Yeah. <laughs> what he's talking about. Like, that offensive line, Bosa's going to have like six sacks. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, obviously, you know, he said, he said, oh, Trey Lance at home. I mean, well, Trey, I mean, I mean, I think ultimately Kyle Shanahan's offense, what people are missing is that a Shanahan offense doesn't need a Pro Bowl quarterback. It's a running exactly. yeah. Anyone, anyone can be quarterback in that offense. If you have two seconds or less, you can just basically let the ball go, right? And, I mean, right. Brady obviously had, had, had the fast – you know, actually, yeah, to the point, Brady's release was the fastest of, of, last, of all quarterbacks last year, 2.3 seconds of all quarterbacks in both the NFC and, and the AFC, right? So ultimately, I think Trey, I mean, Trey has a very quick release. Yeah, I mean, that's what people are not talking about. Trey's release, which I've seen, is so fast. And I think if he's able to just get the timing down with, with whoever is there at center and whoever is their kind of their replacements for Thompson, and obviously with the, with the whole offensive line, he's going to have to, you know, develop that chemistry, right? I mean, whenever, mm-hmm. when, when, they, when, they, when he figures that out, I think, you know, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I think that's something they fixed with Trey because if you even look at Trey last season, his release, he was just like, he was kind of keeping it up, and then he was letting go, like, kind of late. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, this is like – I've never seen an NFL quarterback kind of like this and then this, right? It's yeah. the weirdest thing. And I think they fixed that over the offseason because, like, now you see him and he's just, like, darting him. So, yeah, he's just darting him. He's just darting him. I, I think he's always had it. I think in game, for whatever reason, when you were watching him, he was just, like, hesitating a little on those throws. So, I think he's fixed that a little bit. So, we'll, I, I agree with you. If he gets those quick releases – um, I mean, our defense is nasty, man. It's it's gonna be a nasty defense. Like I like if if we're in like a low scoring game, like a seventeen seven game, we're winning those type of games with this defense. Right. And I think ultimately, kind of, I forgot to mention this: the defense, kind of the secondary battle. Denard, um, Johnson, right? I mean, there's a lot of guys coming back. Some improved Mosley, yeah. obviously, right? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of guys coming back who who are who are playmakers. I mean, on, on the secondary. Yeah. Term. Yeah. Oh man, we got tons, tons now. Like. I mean, you might get back uh, like a somewhat healthy Verrett. You already have Mosley. We got our boy Ward over there, man, in the other side. Ambry Thomas, man, Ambry Thomas, like he came on last at the end of last year. He's a uh, he looks like he'll be a solid solid player for that team. And so, like they're stacked now in the secondary. They got you know Jimmy Ward in the back, and then they got Hafunga. Like by all accounts, Hafunga has looked great so far, and that's why they let like Ward uh, Tart walk away. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll go Hafunga and Ward, right? So I, I, I think Hafunga is going to surprise people like have, about how good he is. And you could, you could have seen this potential last year. Like if you watch him play, you're like, oh, man, this guy this guy's a ball hawk. He knows how to get to the ball. And so I think, I think that's what they saw. And they're like, you know what? Why do we need Tari when Hafunga can do the job and he's cheaper? Um, well, not that much cheaper, I guess, because Tari didn't really get paid. But yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I think he's a younger guy. He's, he's quicker to the ball. Like he has some ball hawking skills. We'll see that this year. Hundred percent. I think. I think uh, you know Talanoa Hafnaga, right? Obviously, like you know, we saw what he could do. Obviously, on special teams, right? You gotta love it. <laughs> against Green Bay, right? You know, on yeah. on, on block punt and the, the touchdown return. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, like you know, now he's gonna really get an opportunity, like you said. He did get some opportunities, but now he's gonna get like a full time starting opportunity in the yeah. secondary. And I think I think there's some I think I read some reports on camp that he actually there was a Trey Lance pick 
that Huffnaga returned for for almost that he almost took back to the house. Um, yeah, so, yeah. The pick basically they said it was a pick six. It would have been a pick six in the game. Pick six. Yeah, I mean that's that's and and that to me kind of tells you right. But I think also with the one thing about Ambry Thomas, you know, kind of on on the average side of that, I think two touchdowns were scored on Ambry Thomas with Kittle and and uh, and uh, Ayuk. <laughs> so, <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll be yeah. fine. He's he was a late bloomer. I I think I mean it's hard to stop guys like Kittle and you know Ayuk with his long ass arms. But, you know, I, I think Ambry Thomas is not a guy you need starting. You just need him to come in, you know, come in some nickel packages, dime packages, and kind of hold down the third or fourth receivers. And he can do that. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. I, I think we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be we have Mosley and Chardavius Ward on the outsides. And then, I, I mean, they like that other guy a lot. Oh, man, the rookie we just drafted, forgetting his name. But they it. like him. Um, they like him also to be maybe coming in on the slot. Uh, and then they have the guy last year, Lenore also like, so there's, there's going to be some guys trying to get into that slot and play that slot in the nickel. And a lot of the times they're in nickel package anyway. So you, you, you'll see, uh, you'll see what they end up doing, but they, man, I'm totally blanking on the guy we drafted just this year. Let me see uh, what Womack? his name is. Samuel Womack? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Samuel Womack. They yeah. like him a lot. They yeah. like him a lot and he, he can be good. He could be a good slot guy. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he 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 definitely could be a gem. Like he has he has he has all the intangibles. But I also kind of to your point about why they like him. You know, I trust Shanahan. You know, obviously unconditionally. You know, I mean, he's obviously known for his offense, but the defense side of the ball. You know, D'Amico Ryan's. You know, I mean, I, I trust Ryan's to basically just you know make whatever you know calls. I mean, he proved it last season, right? My first year yeah. that Robert Sala. I mean, he was able to just kind of really just you know just anchor that defense and make some really good plays, call some really exactly. good plays. You know, mm-hmm. so creative plays. You have the quarterback and. And not to mention, we forgot, I forgot to mention, obviously, our linebacking core. Uh, so Thomas Davis on NFL Network, he ranked Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner the number one linebacking duo in the NFL. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And and he left out Aziz El-Shahir. I mean, Aziz that El-Shahir. means a on his own right. Yeah. Muslim brother, Aziz man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So is Ambry Thomas, by the way. Yeah. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah. Ambry Thomas is as well. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. I mean, I mean, I, I've had I've had Ryan Harris on the show, Super Bowl champion, but you know, I haven't, I, I didn't know Embry, and I obviously knew about Aziz, you know, obviously the Bay Area yeah, and the MCA, but that's awesome. Yeah, okay, yeah, Embry, that's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Embry too. If you follow him on Twitter, you'll you'll see him post some things. Oh yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. So yeah, obviously, let's talk about fancy. Okay, so now there's a lot of movement right, in the off season, right? So let's talk about it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, quarterback. So what do you project? Obviously, I mean, you can start off with who who are you looking out for? Who are your sleeper picks like, coming off? You know, by position or you know by team? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh man. I mean, at quarterback, I, I think Tua's a, I think Tua, man, I think Tua's going to have a good year and I'll go with Trey. I'll go with Tua and Trey. I think those two guys, people, they're, they're not in anyone's top 10, maybe not just barely in the top 15. So I think those two guys, I think they're going to have like top 10 years. Uh, Tua, he's got the weapons now. He's got the run game. He's got Mike McDaniel scheming him up. So I, I'd be shocked if you don't see Tua finish as a top 10 fantasy quarterback. And, and the same with Trey. I think Trey is going to put up some monster numbers. I think Trey might even finish top five. Uh, maybe a little bit of homerism on my part there. But, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I do see it. I do see it. I do see, like, like you know, the, the year Lamar Jackson broke out. I think that's the kind of year you're going to see from Trey. Like, a, a Lamar Jackson breakout type where he's got a lot of rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, so long to know with some passing yards and passing touchdowns. Um I mean, I think those two guys, if like 
they're pretty under like flying under the radar they're not going like until like pretty late and people are like oh yeah you know maybe these guys are in the sec more in the second tier third tier four tiers um those are the guys like i like those two guys a lot obviously you have your top guys you know mahomes herbert those two guys are probably like the one and two allen three right i probably actually allen over herbert but right those are kind of like the top three four guys that everyone's drafting but if you're looking for like guys that are going later and you want some value i would go with two end right yeah, two on trade for definitely sleeper picks. Um, I'm actually gonna go Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm gonna go Baker. Mayfield. Really? <laughs> I mean, like you look at you look at who Carolina has, you know, on the offensive line and some of the receivers. I mean, I think Baker is gonna come out and you know, not necessarily, not necessarily finish top five, but I think he'll he'll add some value, you know, as as as, as a late round pick because yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah, sorry, good. No, I said I can see that. I can see yeah, that with yeah. Baker. He can. Yeah. Absolutely, because I mean, if, you, like, if you're one of those guys that's like, I'm going to wait till the very end to get a quarterback, you could get something out of Baker. I could see it. I could see absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's, and that's one of those things. It depends on how you're drafting, right? If you're drafting a quarterback early, you're drafting a quarterback late. You know, obviously, the dual threat QBs. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a bounce back year being into last year. I think Kyle Murray's obviously, you know, he got, he got paid the big money. He has to have a big year, right? And obviously, like we said about Trey, you know, Trey has something to prove, you know, being, being you know, his first season, first starting year. You know, I, I will, as, as a yeah. yeah, no, I will say, I think out of the kind of like the top tier guys, I think Kyler Murray is going to have a disappointing year. I you think so. I think so. I don't know. There's just, there's just something weird about it, like his whole situation in Arizona. I don't know. There's some weird stuff happening in Arizona that I don't, I just don't, it's like, oh, we put in this like homework clause and then like independent <laughs> study clause. Like what? Does this guy like not watch film? Like you have to put that in there. Um like, I don't know. There's just something weird with Kyler Murray. And I, I don't know. I'm just getting some. And I think he also has, like, a decently tough schedule, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Arizona yeah, Car- keep that in mind. Yeah, Arizona Carlos Stubbs, I think, I think it's the fifth toughest in the league. Um, last I checked. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, hard. Um, and it's hard. So, I, that, I would say, like, Murray's probably the, one of the top guys I'm avoiding. I'm like, I'm not drafting Kyler Murray. But to be fair, I was like that with Russell Wilson. But only because he was a Seahawk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't draft, you can't draft inter, inter, interdivisional opponents, right? So, um, nope, yeah, can't do it, can't do it. And obviously, Christian Kirk leaving the the Cardinals is going to hurt. I think, you know, losing Christian Kirk, I mean, that was that was a lot of production coming out, you know, of Kirk as a receiver. So, yeah, I mean, actually, now that we're talking about QBs, I forgot to mention one QB who people may or may not be looking at. I mean, look at Jacksonville, look at Trevor Lawrence. I mean, now exactly, that got, yeah, that was another guy, Trevor Lawrence. He's I. I think he'll surprise some people and he's got a pretty soft schedule. So let's see. Very soft schedule. First year coach, you know, Doug Peterson, but a lot of returning talent like, and Christian Kirk is on that team. I mean, and, and, and uh, Travis uh, Etienne, uh, Travis Etienne in the backfield. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's going to open up our play. He's electric. It's, gonna, it's, it's just, it's, 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 I mean, I, I really feel like Jacksonville, like just because of they had, just because they had urban Meyer, one last year, like, and Trevor Lawrence is coming out as a rookie. He struggled, right? And I think yeah, yeah. now that you have a Super Bowl winning coach, you know, not saying Chuck Pearson is everything. You, he did rely heavily on Frank Reich, and you see how Indianapolis looks. And that's another team to look out for, obviously, right, with Matt Ryan at the helm, right? But I think with Trevor Lawrence now coming into a second year, a full full camp, you know, full playbook, and obviously with Doug Pearson at the helm and with, an, with some improvements on the line, Trevor Lawrence is, is going to have a big year. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. And – He's got some solid tight ends. I think the Evan Ingram went there, right? So, yeah. 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 If, they, if he can stay healthy, Evan Ingram's a solid tight end. But Absolutely. An issue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to talk running backs? Let's talk running backs. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, 
here's here's what I'll do. I'll give you some sleeper guys. Yep. I, I really, I really think I, I don't know why. Every year, every year, David Montgomery. He's like always uh-huh. like people don't draft him, and people are like, oh, David Montgomery, whatever. But I think the Bears like they're gonna try to make fields as comfortable as he can be, and they're gonna rely a lot on Montgomery to kind of do that. And they have a pretty soft schedule, so I I could right. see Montgomery like being top 10 almost right yeah. like he'll he'll be on that border of the top 10 running backs and he's like being treated as like you know top 20 top 30 like it's like what? <laughs> it's like okay i mean I, I see that and then the the guy you just mentioned Tra- travis uh etienne jr yeah i think he's gonna he's he's electric man he's he's gonna do some stuff so he's a, he's another guy to keep an eye on uh there's a and then third guy i'll give you it's a guy out of uh it's a rookie running back in Atlanta, out of Atlanta. Uh, Ty, I think it's Tyson Algier. Tyson oh, Algier. Yeah. I think. yeah. Yeah. He, uh, by all accounts, it sounds like Atlanta might lean on him pretty hard and he might be starting running back there. So that's something to keep an eye on. He could be like a pretty late round steal that gives you a lot of good production. So those are kind of the three sleeper guys I'd be looking at. We're talking running backs, but there's, there's tons, man. There's tons of sleeper running backs that you could kind of get in later rounds that people are, you know, just written off like, Oh, you know, we don't know about these guys. What are they going to do? Who are they going to be? But there's, there's tons, like there's other guys coming off injuries like JK Dobbins, Cam Akers, these guys that people are forgetting about. So there's a lot of, there's, I would say there's a lot of sleeper and middle tier running backs that could burst out. And that's always the case with running backs. And then it's like, did you have like the one or two top guys? Like obviously Jonathan Taylor has to be the first back on anyone's board, yeah. but, but I would say I'd be disappointed by Christian McCaffrey. Like I, that's probably a guy I'm avoiding is CMC, you know, don't only because of the injury concerns. He's, he's, he's electric, he's explosive, but man, it's gotten burned by him. Like every single, every single year for the last three years. It's like, how, when can this guy stay healthy for me? But it's part of the game. Right. So you have to kind of factor that in and know that this is a guy that gets injured a lot. And I'm, I may not, you know, take him. like, even though he's probably one of the top five backs, I'm, just, I'm not going to take him. Absolutely. No, I think I totally agree with you on that. Um, I think C-Mac, you know, just because of the, the injury concerns and lack of availability, it just, it's, it's a safe pick to not draft him high or draft him, you know, put him on a draft board. I think ultimately, you know, to your point about the sleeper backs, you know, I mean, I wanted to consider maybe, I mean, maybe James Conner, you know, maybe, I mean, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think ultimately, you know, him resigning with the Cardinals, right. In the off season, but then again, like you said, strength of schedule, right. I mean, and the Cardinals, but the, the offensive line, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how, where the ranking is. I, I haven't checked or seen PFFs kind of ranking, but I mean, you know, they did, they, they did do pretty well last year, you know, in pass protection yep. and pass blocking and run, and, and run blocking. So um, I think James Conner might be primed to have, to have bounce back here. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And definitely avoid Alvin Kamara. Who knows what's going on with that cat? I don't know what kind of stuff he's caught up into, but it sounds like he, he may get suspended for a while. Um, he, he, apparently, he's like got some assault charge against him. So, Does he really? Yeah, he has some sort of assault thing going on. That I'm like, this is weird. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to avoid this guy. <laughs> but he's, I, I think just in general, his production will be down. I, I don't think they're going to use him. Like, like he's not going to be Alvin Kamara fast. Absolutely. Now let me now let me talk now, now let me talk about the 2019. Let me talk about the receivers. Let me kind of pull this up to the screen so everyone can see that. <laughs> so DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson, and 
our guy, Debo. 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 He's got to get paid, man. He's got to get paid, right? So these are the top five receivers in the past, basically, it's a 2019 draft class, right? Obviously, T. Higgins, um, Tyler, or T. Higgins, I mean, not necessarily from the draft class, but T. Higgins, you know, coming, coming back from, 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 a, from a breakout season. Jamar Chase, right, coming back from a breakout Chase, season, yeah. right? Yep. The Cincinnati Bengals receiving core is one of those where they they are the only team last year to have a, a three receivers over 800 yards. So wow. I mean that's something to look out for. I think um, I don't know, if but they may or may not be able to replicate the same production this year, right? I mean it may be able, may just be a flash in the pan. But I do think yep. these top five guys from the from the 2019 draft class again: DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown, Deontay Johnson, Debo Samuel should be on everyone's draft board. You know, just absolutely. You know, so we got no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, love those guys. I think they all have great years. Uh, it's all about like where you get them too, right? Right. Uh, it's also about like you know for the value you get Debo at. Like, are you gonna go spend a second round pick on Debo? Maybe, but only if he gets his contract extension done, right? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. If he doesn't get his contract extension done, I'm waiting. I'm funding them later rounds. Um. You know, for people that are doing auction as well, like you, you got to think about values for these guys, right? So it's it's tough, and so there's there's just tons and tons of receivers. That's the thing. There's just tons of like great receivers that will give you value. Since it doesn't make sense like to spend too much on like a Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson because you spend like a first or second round pick on those guys and they get hurt, you're like, oh shit, like yeah. I, I just wasted my first like, right? You know? Yeah. I I also. I, I know I see Justin Jefferson ranked as like one of the top three fantasy receivers this year. I like him, but I don't know with Kirk Cousins. I, I just, I just can't see myself spending like my first round or second round or paying like $45 plus in an auction draft for him. You know, if we're talking about $200 budget, like I just, I just don't see it. Like I, I like Justin Jefferson, but I like him more in the third round. Like, but he's not going to go there. People are going to take him right. Cause Yahoo, Yahoo and ESPN are going to default him to like one of the top two guys in the receiving court. So, but I, I'm staying away from Justin Jefferson is what, what I'm saying. I, I'm, I, it, it's just not, it's not, nothing about Jefferson. Love his game. It's just Kirk Cousins, at quarterback, man. Like somehow he gets in the ball, but like every year I'm like, no, no, he's not going to do it again this year. Like he's not going to give Justin Jefferson the ball again this year. He's like, but somehow Justin Jefferson has like monster games and he, he does it, but we'll see. Uh, in terms of sleeper guys, I like Rashad Bateman a lot. He, I think the way has kind of been cleared for him to be the number one guy out there in Baltimore. Yeah. I think he'll put up some numbers. So he's, he's a sleeper guy. Uh, Jalen Waddle, like everyone's talking about Tyreek Hill and all this stuff. But I think Jalen Waddle is actually going to have a better year than Tyreek Hill. Absolutely. Um, I agree with that. I, so I think, you know, Jalen Waddle is another guy to keep an eye on. And then, you know, I think uh, Alan Lazard, man, Alan Lazard, you can, it's hard. It's hard to say. Because it seems like Aaron Rodgers already has a connection with the rookie, Romeo Dobbs. So, I don't know. But I think Alan Lazard can give you some solid value. Just, just an overpay for the dude. And then, obviously, our guy, Brendan Ayuk. I think you, you will, you'll see him with, with Lance, man. He's going he's gonna to hit some big plays. And so, he's going to be a big play guy. Yeah, I agree. I think ultimately, and I think something to know, it's funny, you know, we didn't, we didn't show any love to another one of the rookie, uh, one of the rookie receivers out in Green Bay, uh, Christian Watson, uh, Trey Lance. Christian Watson. But, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Christian Watson, even though he went higher, it's weird. He's, he's not getting the same kind of love that Romeo Dobbs is out there. So, yeah, um, I, I think Watson, he's, he's going to be one of two things. He's either going to be 
this big crazy speedster like Julio, or he's gonna be what's his name, Jonathan Baldwin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jonathan Baldwin, big guy, speedy guy, yeah. second round pick. Right. to be a big bust, right? And so, how is that, and then that happens, you know. I mean, it's, it's it happens. Of, I mean, you have all the intangibles. You look great in college. You know, all the the the, the, the front office is doing the homework on you. But you know, hey, it just doesn't pan out yeah. for whatever reason, right? So. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So who who do you got, man? Let's see. I uh, let's see. I, yeah, I agree with your picks. Um, I was God. I forgot. I had the name, and I just oh, Ankyo Harry from Chicago. Ankyo Harry, who just got traded from New from New England. Um, I think I think he could he could have a he could have a bounce back here because he's going to be outside of Cordell Patterson. I don't know who else they have you know to go to over there. Justin Fields could. And I'm, I mean, this is just me predicting Justin oh, Fields. Pat- Patterson's on Atlanta. Patterson's That's on Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, sorry. Oops, I forgot. I'm, I'm two seasons behind. <laughs> I I because I, I, you know, I saw I saw Patterson. Did, he was with, with this guy right number twelve right, and then I then I yeah. then I watched him and when I was in Chicago right, he was on the Bears. Yeah. And then, and then after that, I'm like, okay, crap. Like, you know, I'm like, I forgot that he went to Atlanta. He's not Atlanta. Yeah. 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 So then that, you're, talking, so then you're, you're thinking yeah. Mooney. You're yeah. thinking Dar- Darnell Mooney. That's Darnell the Mooney. They have. Yeah, yeah. Darnell Mooney. Yes. That's it. I mean, that's ultimately, I mean, I'm not sure who Chicago really has. I mean, I think, I think, uh, Ankle here has, has an opportunity to, to have a bounce back here. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could see that. I've, I've been a Harry fan, but he's just not panned out in New England. I don't know what the Belichick did to him, but. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick has a way of ruining careers. So he does, yeah. especially yeah. fantasy careers. <laughs> I mean, because it's funny because he believes in spreading the ball so much that you can really never have like a number one guy. Like outside Gronk, I mean, I mean Edelman, I mean Welker as well, and Moss. I mean, you know, they were able to just because they're just transcendental players. But I mean, it's yeah. it's really hard to. I mean, since like the, the past dynasties, like the last last decade. I don't, I don't know outside of Gronk, you know, who, who really have probable numbers for the Patriots as, as a receiver. No, so. no, no, almost nobody. Almost nobody. Uh, last, last guy I'll shout out on the wide receivers, Chris, Chris Olaf he, mm. on the Saints. I think he, he, he's going pretty late and he would be a pretty good value pickup, especially with Michael Thomas coming back. He's going to be kind yeah. of that stretch the field type of guy and he, he's got good hands. So you can, you can see him put up some numbers. Give us some numbers too. Oh, what about what about what about boy Devonte out, out out in uh, Las Vegas? We forgot to show him some love. <laughs> Devonte Adams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't expect Devonte to have what he did last year with Derek Carr at quarterback. But he'll he, he's he's always going to be a top ten guy. He'll always finish top ten no matter who's his quarterback. He'll always grab some balls. Um, you can he's, he's he's always a lock to be you know like a. I wouldn't draft him in the first round, but I'd say you know. Somewhere in the late second round, you could pick up Devontae. Even yeah. if you're not if you're even if you don't have faith in Derek Carr, you could Devontae will still catch some balls. I mean, Derek Carr was apparently his college quarterback, so maybe they have a connection there. So we could see we could maybe 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 he will put up another Devontae type year like he did yeah. last year. Yeah, it really depends on, on, on Josh McDaniels, right? And depends how much, mm-hmm. how much that has learned from his last in Denver to now, right? Because I mean <laughs> Let's hope he's learned. Let's hope he's learned. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I think, yeah, we'll see what happens. And I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it can go robust. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, he's you, you, you're talking about the arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, just talent-wise, and Aaron Rodgers. And now, go. I mean, it, it is a downgrade going to Derek Carr. But, you know, one of my yeah. one of my friends was actually telling me the other day that, you know, he would take Derek Carr with Jimmy G because Derek Carr has, has, more, has more arm talent. And, um, you know, and, and he can be clutch when needed. Um, Jimmy G, I think, has a little bit more clutch gene. I, I disagree with him on that. But I think Derek Carr does have the arm talent, you know, just, you know, just, just, just arm yeah, talent. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely Carr has the arm talent. I, I just think he's been put in 
he was put in a couple of bad situations. Really bad situations. Really bad situations. And I think he started to find find some of his stride with Gruden a little bit. So let's let's see. I, I don't know how he'll do with McDaniel's. Uh, we'll see. But I, I think having Devontae Adams, his old college teammate in the fold, he already has like that connection and they're apparently like neighbors and stuff like that. So like, I mean, if you read this, like Devonte Adams was like gung ho about going to like Las Vegas because of Derek Carr. So right, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, and then uh, we'll see. I, but he, yeah, he's always going to be a top ten guy. You can always just kind of pick him, lock him in, put him in your lineup. Uh, just don't waste the first round pick on him. Is what I would say. Definitely, definitely. And uh, not to mention one more guy, one more sleeper pick, in my opinion, Al Robinson going to the LA Rams. <laughs> Al Robinson going to the Rams um, depends on if Matt Stafford can replicate the production he had last year. Um, I yeah. think the cup is going to be doubled. He's, he's going to, there's going to be, there's all obviously OBJ, right? Coming off the, um, I, I mean, I, actually, you know what? I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to walk that back. I, I think the, the bland, <laughs> I'm walking it back, I'm walking it back. Cause I think there's too many other weapons on, on, on the Rams, you know, there's so, a lot of weapons, a lot of weapons, yeah. but I mean, I've, I've been an Allen Robinson fan. He just, couldn't do it in Chicago because he didn't have a quarterback. I always thought the Niners should have picked him up at some point, but you know, he just needs a he just he has a quarterback now in Matt Stafford. So I, I don't disagree. Uh, but you you you, you want to leave him for the much later rounds. Like he's much not a guy right. you want to sleeper pick. Sleeper pick. Yeah, sleeper pick. Yeah, he's a he, he's a decent sleeper pick. He can pay, basically take the production of Robert Woods, I think. So 100%. yeah, no, he definitely can. Now let's talk about tight ends. So we talked about Evan Ingram. Obviously, Kittle, Waller, Kelsey, right? Yeah. Everyone knows his name. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, right? Everyone knows his name. But yeah, let, let, let's go. Let's talk about some sleepers. Um, yeah. I'm I thinking, mean, you, you mentioned him. You mentioned him. Evan Ingram, right? Yeah. I, I see it. I see it. He could be a decent sleeper pick there. Uh, there's another guy on Denver. You know, he's just got thrust in the starting role. Uh, man, I'm going to butcher his name so bad. Alex uh, Akawu. I can't even say it, man. It's, so, it's such a long name, dude. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if you can if you can get his name down. Let's see. I'll, let me see if I can get to the Ross. There we go. Oh, sorry, right. Albert Akawugabunam, I think is his name. Is how you say it. But he's he's a tight end for Denver. Uh, and you know Russell Wilson loves him some tight ends. So yeah. And not to mention Andrew Beck uh, returning to, to the Broncos number 83. I mean, he was already a serviceable tight end with Drew Locke. And I think yep. um, you know, he definitely can, you know, be primed to have about even have a, a more resurging gear. I forgot to mention for the receivers, Tim Patrick on Denver. I mean, he's, he's, he's a sleeper pick in my opinion because Tim Patrick he has, has, yeah. has yeah. definitely been a productive wideout, you know, over the past three yep. years. So, I yep. mean, I mean, there's no reason why. why and, he, and he's a slot guy that Wilson will probably love, so. Oh, absolutely. Uh, did Wilson loves a slot, right? I mean, that, that he taxed that, 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 that five to eight, you know, every single time. So um, yep. back to, back to the, back to Alex, let me read his name. <laughs> Alex Okuwuga. It's, it's Albert. It's Albert. It's not Alex. Albert Okuwuga. Yeah, I can't even. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Let's just call him Albert O. Albert O. Albert O. There we go. Yeah, Albert O. Andrew Beck. Yeah, so Andrew Beck, Albert O. Um, I don't know if Will Disley in Seattle will do as good, um, but you know sometimes with new I don't, quarterbacks, you know, I don't think I so because they they also got they also got Noah Fate in that trade for Wilson. They got so, Noah, right? So they I got, think they like him a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're looking for a guy who might break out a little bit, and people are just like absolutely ignoring him, Hayden Hurst. He, he just signed with the Bengals. Uh, he's going to be their tight end number one. So let's see. I mean. 
the Bengals already have all these weapons and, you know, Hayden Hurst can just kind of find his way to some touchdowns, you know, just off, off the radar. He's just sneak. No, nope, everyone's going to forget about him. Right. Cause all these other guys are going to be focused on. So he could be another sleeper guy. Uh, there's also Pat Pyramute on the Steelers. He's another guy to keep an eye on. He, he started showing some potential last year. So let's see if Mitch Trubisky's his quarterback, avoid him. But uh, <laughs> if it's can you pick it, go, go ahead. Pick him up, but if it's Mitch, avoid him. Don't don't trust anything. Avoid Avoid anyone on the Steelers if Mr. Brisky becomes a quarterback. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So actually, yeah, let me see. Those um who uh Austin Hooper on the Atlanta Falcons, who's the quarterback over there? You know? Uh yeah. Hooper's actually now in Tennessee, man. Tennessee. Okay, yeah, then Austin Hooper for sure. (laughs) I'm going to Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's a good pick out in Tennessee. He might he might have some connection with Tannehill. Tennessee's never had a tight end. That's been that at least as talented as Austin Cooper has been. Not maybe not with the production, but he's he's a pretty talented guy. So let's there's quite a few, you know, kind of sleeper tight ends that you could go with. Uh, I hate I hate I hate spending draft capital on tight ends. Like yeah, I, I just don't do it. Like unless unless it's a Kittle or a Kelsey or an Andrews, right? Those are yeah, the three guys. Because, if, yeah. <laughs> after that, I'm like, I'm not I'm not spending money on Kyle Pitts, like Kyle Pitts is out there. I mean Mariota's the quarterback right now. I don't know, right? Like, I'm like, I'm not spending money on Kyle Pitts with Mariota at quarterback, right? That's, you had to factor that in, right? He's, yeah. Kyle Pitts, extremely talented guy, but he's getting in the ball. Mariota, right? Mariota, we've seen is, you know, iffy on that arm talent and all that. So I don't, I don't know if Mariota will even last, right? And you can see Desmond Ryder coming in. So maybe then it does work out for Kyle Pitts. But if you have to spend like draft, like, third or fourth round pick to get Kyle Pitts, it's probably not worth it, right? Yeah. Um, that's the thing. But it, when you have so many other options like Hunter Henry and Mike Jacecki and these guys, right? Like Noah Fain, Zachary, Dawson Knox, like all other guys that could probably put up very close production, like you're not going to lose a lot of value in drafting those guys, but you can get them much later. Like maybe Dawson Knox is maybe a little bit higher up, but these are guys you can get much later. Like another guy I like, he's He's kind of on that borderline, like top five guy. It's Dalton Schultz out of Dallas. He's, oh, yeah. yeah, he came. He came on, man. He came on, and man, he he had a lot of shades of Jason Witten. So we'll we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see if he kind of jumps into this top tier of tight ends. But he's he's another guy to keep an eye on. Definitely, guy to keep an eye on. You know, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, Mike McCarthy. I mean, well, just not Mike McCarthy, but Dak Prescott. You know, I mean, coming off a 38 touchdown season, I mean, he has a lot of guys and a lot to prove, obviously, you know, game yep. beaten by just just beat his game beaten by by just by just a better team in the playoffs, right? So, I mean, <laughs> 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, you're right. I think ultimately, you know, I mean, Pitts was one of those really kind of those, remember if you were the, the draft, right? He's like, Pitts, everyone was like, you know, raving. And I mean, he's probably the, high, the, the highest tight end selected in, I think, the past 20 years or something like ridiculous. Yep, I think so. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even yeah. higher than our boy Vernon Davis, man. Yeah, higher than higher than VD, right? So ultimately, yeah. I think, you know, I mean, you know, he definitely has it. But again, you're right. I mean, you got to factor in kind of the quarterback. You got to factor in the situation offensively. So, I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is a great maybe sleeper pick. You know, that's what you want. But, yeah. I mean, maybe not <laughs> we, but people are going to draft him. People are going to draft yeah. him in like the third or fourth round because of his talent. And yeah, he's supremely talented, but just yeah. be prepared to be disappointed if you draft him that high. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, I 100% agree with that. So obviously, so I think that that's what tight end. So let's see. Now let's, okay, let's talk about defenses. Which team defenses are let's you looking out for? Oh, Niners, of course, man. Of course. Well, obviously, right. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Niners, but, you know, if you, Elite, but you I mean, go down. 
little lower tier, maybe some sleeper defenses. Uh, I like the Dolphins defense a lot. It, I think that has a lot of potential. I would actually even say the Pittsburgh defense. Uh, defense yeah. Especially if – yeah. you know. Exactly. TJ Watts coming back a little – he should be healthy. You got Minka Fitzpatrick out there. So I like the Steelers' D a lot. So those are kind of two defenses to keep an eye on. But the one concern with Pittsburgh is if Mitch Trubisky's quarterback, they're probably playing from behind. So yeah. maybe you don't want that defense. Or maybe you do if they're playing from behind. Like, I don't know, right? Mitch Trubisky is going to make some – terrible throws and they're going to be down like three touchdowns. So right. um, that's, that may be a problem, right? Like Mitch Trubisky might be giving the other team points and then just going against your defense for that. So yeah. just keep an eye out on Mitch Trubisky. Uh, another, I mean, nobody's talking about it, but you know, the Raiders defense is, could be solid. Like could be. right now, like if you look at these rankings, they have the Raiders defense, like as one of the worst defenses. I don't know why, right? yeah. but they got pass rushers, man. They got pass rushers. When you got pass rushers, everything else kind of sets itself up. So I think, you know, I, you know, I'm a Niner fan. I don't like the Raiders too much, but, you know, I still, I still got a little love for them. But I, I think their defense is, is actually going to be pretty solid. I like the trade they made for Rock, Rock Yassine, you know. Yeah. So, so I, I think they have, they have some solid pieces on that defense. And, I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to be an elite defense, but they'll they'll give you a, more production than you think they would from where, where they're being ranked. Yeah, I think, um, and I agree with you about, but your, your point about pass rush is so key because now I'm going to talk about another team, you know, in the same division as the Raiders, the, the Chargers. I mean, yeah. Oh it, man, that'll be right. Yeah. Joey Bosa, Cleo Mack. <laughs> right? I mean, that is a nasty defense. Yeah, and they're they're going to be a good D, right? They're going to be a good yeah. D, so. But keep in mind their schedules like they gotta play KC twice, they gotta play Denver twice. So yeah, those are those are things to factor in too, like some of the teams they're playing. But and Jordan um, Jane's coming back, right? So I mean yeah. I mean, well, and that's the thing with the Raiders, right? The Raiders gotta play the Chargers, they gotta play the Chiefs, they gotta play the, the Broncos. Broncos. That's yeah. that's six games right there where they're probably getting killed. Killed. Right? right. So <laughs> so I mean the Raiders are more of a streamer defense, I would say. Right. Don't don't lock them in as your main defense, but you can kind of stream some. Like, if if you're into streaming defenses, Raiders probably like for a few weeks are going to be going to have some easy opponents, and their defense will kind of crush it. So, I think that's the thing. Um, any other defense? Let's see. Yeah, I mean, you said it. Chargers are going to be a good one. I think. You know, I think Baltimore. You could see Baltimore and Cleveland. They have some decent defenses. That NFC, yeah, I mean, just that AFC North is like they got loaded. solid teams loaded with yeah. good defensive talent. So Cincinnati, we'll see. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati is is a decent one too. So they got like these middle middle tier defenses that you know will give you some points. But obviously, if you want you know the best defense in the league, you got to go with the Niners. That's you know going to give you the most bang for your buck there. Don't worry about. I don't know why Tampa Bay's up there. Buffalo, I'm Buffalo. I can see, but. I'm, I would say, you know, if you want a defense, go with the Niners defense. They're going to be killing it. Another defense, actually, you know, top defense, Colts. Colts, Colts. defense is Oh, no, absolutely. Colts. The Colts, yeah, that, that, that's why I'm predicting, you know, I mean, the Colts are probably going to win the South, in my opinion. I mean, if, if Tennessee, you know, slips up. But, I mean, because – I think I mean, Tennessee I, – I agree with you. I think Tennessee will, will slip yeah. up. So, I, I think it's – Matt Ryan is in place. He's going to be much better than Carson Wentz, hopefully. <laughs> he should be. He should be. He should be, he should be, he should yeah. be but – but what worries me is the Colts are – they have a lot of good pieces, but Matt Ryan – like, they got to get a quarterback in there, man. Yeah. Matt Ryan. Like, hey, come on, dude, draft for the future. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing in this draft. They just, they didn't, they didn't draft a single quarterback in this draft. So uh, it's fine. Matt Ryan's got maybe one or two years left and then you gotta go find a quarterback. So I think Colts are a little short-sighted, but their defense, man, it's, it's, it's legit. Like Darius Leonard, we got our boy Defoe out there. Um, you know, they, they, they got good pieces, man. They got good pieces. They definitely do. They definitely have good pieces. So I think ultimately I agree with you. I mean, you know, you got you got to look ahead. But you know, it's funny. I mean, when after we lost Super Bowl and, and Tom Brady was on the market, um, some teams are saying, uh, 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 obviously Lynch Shanahan um, went went to Brady and said, you know, we're we're sticking with Jimmy. Thank you, right? And then I think Brady was on the shop next year on LeBron's show, the shop, and said like, and said like, you're sticking with that motherfucker, really? Like seriously, right? I mean, ultimately, like it was. You think you think that was about Jimmy? I think it was because I mean, who who else was it? It wasn't the Bears. It wasn't it wasn't any other team. I mean, like, the Bears had Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, they had Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> but I mean, were the Bears really interested in Tom Brady like that? Were they really going to sign him? I mean, there. I mean, there were rumors that they were. They were I mean, he at least talked to him. I mean, I think Ryan Pace would have made that move. I mean, why wouldn't he just? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's I like mean, a no brainer. Like Tom Brady wants to come to the Bears. Yeah, like just go. <laughs> yeah, Mitch you know? Trubisky. He's like throwing playoff games right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, Tom Brady and Jimmy, obviously, you know, Tom Brady did thank Jimmy and like, you know, they have, they have a good relationship, right. You know, from new England, but I do think deep down inside Tom Brady, you know, once, once Jimmy leaves and once Tom leaves, essentially at this point, you know, he, he taught, I mean, Tom, Tom's a competitor. He's the ultimate competitor. Yep. And I don't think that, yep. I mean, I don't think that their relationship in new England makes, means anything to him at that point when he's trying to find, absolutely, you know, absolutely, you know? absolutely. He's like, yeah, you guys went with Jimmy. He, he lost you a Super Bowl. I would have won that Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And for his hometown team, right? I mean, why not? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. I know. So, I mean, I, I, so my, my point is Matt Ryan being in, in Indianapolis, if he, if he's peak Matt Ryan, is better than, you know, like Peyton Manning in Denver versus going with Andrew Luck. Sometimes, you know, it's better to just go with, with, with the older kind of, you know, with the older, yeah. with the older steed as opposed to kind of like a young buck. <laughs> absolutely absolutely i mean they did that with Phil, the problem is they did that with phil rivers and phil rivers retired and they brought in carson wentz and then wentz looked terrible like <laughs> I, I i don't know how wentz goes from like like looking like one of the best quarterbacks to come out of college in like a long time to be like he shouldn't even be in the league anymore <laughs> like, <Why? laughs> like just... how do you do that like i don't i mean i guess he's had a lot of injuries and stuff like that i mean I feel like he's on that RG3 trajectory. Like he's taking too many injuries, too many hits, and he's going to be like a backup quarterback in the next year or two. Like that's what happened to RG3, man. He, he got yeah. hurt too much. And I mean, unfortunately, Mike Shannon kind of almost killed him in that playoff game against Seattle. Like, I was like, <laughs> why is this guy playing? He only has one leg, but that's the trajectory Wentz is on. And I, I don't, I just don't see why any, like, I was like, why are the commanders want this guy? Like, you're trading like like you could have had Jimmy guys. What are you doing? You could have had yeah. Jimmy G. At least he's better than once. So. Actually, you know what? Now, 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 now you just harken my my memory now to where I to my or to our earlier to our topic on the podcast about where Jimmy's going to yeah. go. I think yeah. New York. I think New York. Um, the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. Because I think Brian DeBole is not committed to Daniel Jones. Um, yeah. Obviously, like kind of to your point. I mean, I think Daniel Jones is overdrafted at six. You know, I think they they shouldn't have drafted him at six in the 2019 draft. So now, I mean, they need a quarterback. I mean, Jimmy seems like the most viable option for them over there, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard mixed things about Daniel Jones. Some people like him, some people don't. I mean, yeah, at six, that was just ridiculous. Like, who, <laughs> that was that, like, didn't they take him over, like, Josh Allen? Same draft, right? Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, they took him over him. Like, what are you guys doing? Was that yeah. the same? That was the same draft, right? Oh, no, no, no sorry. No, that was, was one year later. 2018 draft, one, 2019. Yeah, it was Kyler oh, Murray. Okay, okay, 2019. 
Kyler no, Murray. They took him over. They took him over. Just was no, 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 not just who was Wolf's in that draft. Like Kyler Murray. Yeah, let's see. Let's 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 pull this up. Let's pull this up yeah. real quick. Okay, let's see. That this is the Nick Bosa draft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Josh Allen, the linebacker, not Josh Allen, the quarterback. Yeah, you're right. But no, Josh Allen, linebacker would still be a good player, a better player than um, than Daniel Jones, because Josh Allen at least made a Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, that's that is true. That is true. I mean, I guess, I guess they it was fair to pick Daniel Jones that early, just because it wasn't like quarterback heavy class. Mm-hmm. But still, I I don't know, man. I they could have gotten some other talent and like, I feel like Daniel Jones would have been there much later. Yeah. He would have been there at least on the third or fourth round for sure. Like no doubt, like no doubt. He's a third or fourth rounder at best. So yeah. I mean, I, mean, I heard talks about him being like a second round guy, like fine, but like you picked him in the top 10. Like, <laughs> top what, are 10. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, everyone's like, what are the giants doing at the, I remember they're like, you picked this guy. I mean, but they could have drafted a guy in the year before, right? 2018 was a great quarterback class. Like, I mean, 20, 2019 was a terrible quarterback. I mean, you had guys like Drew Locke, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. My goodness. My goodness. Yeah, this is a, I mean, Gardner Minshew might be the second best quarterback in this class. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Gardner Minshew is probably the best quarterback, second best in that class outside of Kyle Murray. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson was, was in that draft class. He's our tight end. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, you could have drafted a guy in 2018. Why did you wait till 2019? Like, that's the thing. Like, even if you have a quarterback, even if Eli was like there on the roster, whatever, like draft a guy to develop and back him up. Like when he's, when you know, he's about to, you know, go out of there. So. Yeah. And I think actually, you know, in our sleeper pick, TJ Hawkinson and maybe Jared Goff, a QB, depending on, you know, how. Really? You like Jared Goff? Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of not sold yet. Cause I don't, I don't know the offensive line situation over there in Detroit. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's another team that could be in the Jimmy mix. So let's see. Maybe, yeah, I don't they're, know they're, why they're in the Jimmy mix, but they they might be. <laughs> they might be, but I mean, I I mean, but they're but they're a tricky team, you know what I mean? So I mean, but I think if Jared Goff yeah. has Hawkinson, and if the team can actually, I mean, you know, I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, mean, I mean, they got some nice. Re- Amron St. Brown, he looks like yeah. a nice receiver. Yeah, they just they picked up DJ Chark. Um, yeah, DJ so, Chark. Yep, yeah. yep, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Did they got DeAndre Swift out there? So they could be. You could see. You could see something from Jared Goff. I could see it. Uh, yeah. And so the Giants took Saquon Barkley in 2018 when they could have taken Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. I mean, the hell, they could have even spent a pick on Sam Darnold. But at least they would have had drafted another quarterback by now if they took Sam Darnold. But oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the draft was so rich with QBs. Like, I mean, geez. Yeah. Yeah, and they they sent their second pick on the on the running back. So. Because <laughs> he's, he's spent half his career on the injury, on the injury reserve. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind yeah. of so. It's not important to see how Saquon kind of fell off, but you know it is what it is. So. I mean, he's he's a good he's a good player. He just has to stay healthy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's 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 a prototypical running back. He just can't stay healthy. That's that's his problem. Yeah, same with C-Mac, You know, same problem. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. I think we kept, we kept, we captured, we covered everything for fantasy, right? Was there anything else I missed? No, I think we're good. Yeah, we don't talk about kickers, man. Who cares? About no, no, don't worry. Draft <laughs> anyone, bro. Draft anyone. Just whatever <laughs> name you see, just draft them. He's, and then you can replace them later in the year. It doesn't That's matter. Okay. Kickers don't matter. Yeah, kickers don't like, matter. I, Unless... I actually, I actually play in leagues where we don't even draft kickers. So, 
there you go. I mean, you know, ultimately, you know, I mean, last time I, yeah, my best fans finish was third place. That was two, three years ago. Yeah. I mean, even though I play special teams, you know, my, when I played, you know, ultimately special teams is like in the NFL, you know, it, yeah. it, for fantasy, for fantasy, at least is, is not as important, you know, so. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, you can, kickers, I, I just, I, I just don't see it. Like why, why, why are we, why are you hinging your hopes on a kicker or like making a field goal? Like, let's not do that. Yeah. Like, unless... I've had, I've had, I've had games come down to like, you know, Oh man, this kicker makes an extra point and I win the game. And I'm like, that's not how I want to win the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know you want to like win the game decisively. Right. Like, yeah, get exactly. I don't, I don't want to worry about the kicker. I don't want to be like sitting there <laughs> watching like Green Bay Cincinnati and like being like, Oh, is Mason Crosby going to make this field goal so I can win? Like that's not what I want to watch. Right. <laughs> Okay, so to close out, let, 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 let's, let's recap and let's talk about the Niners and what your predictions are for this coming season. So obviously, because right. Adam Rank had the had had the Chiefs going seven and ten, um, wow. or ten and seven rather, um, because you know, I mean, they they, they he, he picked them to lose the Niners. Um, we predicted yeah. Tampa Bay to also kind of you know go thirteen and four, but I think you know obviously the Rams. So actually, yeah, let me ask you: Do you think so? What are your predictions for the Rams and the Niners, and kind of who are your NFC picks and who are your AFC picks um, for the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. Talking about the Niners, I mean, it's 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 hard, man. I want really? I want to say I, I want to say I want to say ten and seven. I want to say ten and seven. Mm. If you know our boy Trey, if you know if Trey is gonna ball out like he will, I I think ten and seven is is realistic for us. Um, I think it really just like our defense is nasty. It's gonna keep us in a lot of games, and so you, you're gonna you're gonna see Trey, Trey ball out a little bit. And I think ten and seven, that'll they'll get us in the wild card, um, and we can maybe maybe go on a run. Depends who we have to go through, but right. yeah, you know, we have to go through Green Bay again. Yeah, absolutely. Put it, put us down <laughs> for the at least the NFC Championship game. Um, yeah, so okay. I, I see that. I, I see ten and seven. Yeah, I see ten <laughs> and seven for the Niners. The Rams, man, coming off a Super Bowl win, they they didn't really lose much. Uh, I mean, they get they what they signed Bobby Wagner and Donald's back. Like, like man, yeah. I, I would say the Rams could probably go thirteen and four. Like, yeah, I think so too. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be crushing it, and that's the team we have to go through. That's the team we're gonna have to beat. So, yeah. And I mean, I'm not sure. Are you confident that we're gonna beat them in trades for first year? I mean, maybe, maybe not. You know, so that's that's. that's I think something. we could. I think we could take a game from them. A game. Right. Right. That like the Rams have become the new Seahawks, man. They really <laughs> like, are. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like they just rotate these teams. It's like yeah. one year it's like for like five years the Seahawks were kicking our ass. And now it's like the next five years the Rams are gonna kick our ass. Yeah. You know, for one year the Cardinals kicked our ass, but you know, but it's just it's just man, it's just it's always either the Rams or the Seahawks, they're the teams that are just dominating us. And so we have we have to, man, we have to at least take one from the Rams just to just to give ourselves that confidence that we yeah, can take the Rams. Yeah, I mean, up, I mean, up to this point, I think Jimmy G was what six and zero against against Sean McVay or something like that, and then obviously yep. the Chancy game. So then Sean McVay kind of gets over that hump. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we do have the Rams number. I mean, statistically speaking, right? I mean, Kyle Shanahan's. I think he still holds a six or seven and three record against Sean McVay. But now you're right, yeah. talent wise, and kind of you know the, the guard has changed most certainly in this past season, right? I mean, the Rams are kind of like the big yep. brother and the gatekeeper of the NFC West, and obviously. Exactly. My, in my opinion, the NFC, I mean, they're actually my team to go back and, and repeat. I'm as, with you. Yeah, as NFC champions and maybe Super Bowl champions, depending who comes out of the AFC. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think the Rams are def- coming out of the NFC. As much as it pains us to say it as Niner fans, I think it's the Rams. 
coming out of the NFC. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I, I yeah, I have them in the Super Bowl. I have them going against the Broncos, man. I think the yeah. Broncos are coming out of the AFC. Um, in the AFC, I, I kind of see it. It's it's. I mean, it's whoever wins that AFC West is going to the Super Bowl. That's 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 really what it is. It's the Wild West out there. Like, like that's what it is, man. So I think the Broncos will take it. I, I see them as the more complete team, just on both sides of the ball. Uh, they they're 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 gonna be locked in. I mean, I know Kansas City's got talent, Chargers have talent, Raiders have talent, but I think all four of those teams somehow make the playoffs. By the way, um, I think so. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I I definitely just the way the Denver's defense has been, it's nasty. It's they got they got running game. They got Wilson. They got they got their missing piece right in Wilson. And as long as Wilson doesn't mess it up for them, like I don't know, like if Russell Wilson puts up a repeat of last year, it's like damn. I'm totally off on this, but I, I think, you know, they're, they're going to get danger rust, you know, he's going to be lighting it up. And so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm predicting Broncos Rams Super Bowl, and I will say Broncos win it all. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm with you. I think the Broncos, you know, I mean, I have personal connections, right. With the show and obviously, right. But I think, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, I, 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 they just, they, they look like they're ready. I think they're missing that piece. You know, honestly, that was the Bears. The Bears are just missing their one quarterback away. They had the defense. You know, I got to go see them play. You know, I got to go see yeah. them twenty eighteen when they lose in the wild card round against Philly. They took the they took the Super Bowl champion Patriots down to the wire in the regular season that year. Now the Broncos are that team. You know, they've had close games against Kansas City. Yeah. And now obviously they have a quarterback at the helm. They have you know they have, they have, they're stacked on both sides of the ball with the right pieces and. Ultimately, I mean, like in Kansas City, if you look at them, they've lost so many pieces. They've lost Charvarius Ward. They've lost Damian Williams. They've lost, I mean, I, they lost Tyreek Hill. I mean, they've lost so many pieces. You know, we'll yep. see how great Patrick Mahomes is. You know, obviously yep. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, but he can only do so much, you know, obviously. Exactly. I feel like the Chiefs will probably be around that 10-win range this year, and I think Broncos will definitely win the AFC, and they will repeat, um, or not repeat, but they will win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the AFC, is gonna, AFC West is going to be so close. It's going to be like Broncos 12-5. and five. You're going to see like Chargers 11-6. and six. Yeah. Kansas City like 10-7. and seven. Raiders 9-8. and eight. And they yeah. all four somehow make it into the playoffs. I, this is, is what I perceive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. All right, anything to close cool, out that No, man, that's it, man. I'm Unfortunately, I, I wish I could say Niners taking the Super Bowl, but you know, I gotta be realistic. I can't let the homework come out of come out here. Uh it's it's I got the Broncos. You can lock that in. Broncos win the Super Bowl this year. Lock it in. Anyone can't see? Broncos. Lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. All right, bro. Thank you for joining me today. Saman. Yeah, of course, man. If people want to reach out to you, how can we can connect with you? Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is at Hucky2. So there you go. Perfect. All right, bro. All right, thank you for joining the show today, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. So, mom, once again, thank you, brother. Talk to you soon. Of course. Yeah. It was a pleasure, man. Take All care. Right, take care. All right. Bye.